0: guess we're on to the list finally no um, list. and so this is the time listeners uh go ahead and uh hit pause here in a little bit um because we're about to listen to change the beat and yeah about a little bit so i guess we'll be with you when you're done okay so uh yeah change the beat man i mean that's that track alone i just have such an admiration for um, because we get a bunch of really cool little stories within it.
1: That's one thing I wanted to bring up because when I first heard this and I was looking at the lyrics as well, um, it's... There are little stories within the song, right? I mean, obviously, when he changes the beat, he changes the story. And... um, Which I did like a lot the fact that, like, they were almost like... it, It was like many songs within one whole song. like
0: Yeah, and just breathlessly he just changes up like okay now i'm reacting to this yeah. instrument instrumental set versus another and he'll change cadence you know mm-hmm. change some of the ferocity of the beats you know right. like
1: uh just yeah. i i really enjoyed this um it took again i've i've heard i've heard this uh playlist like many many times at this point um this one was always kind of a track that i I had to replay the minute I finished it, so I had to like I just jump right back, listen to it again because um, at first I'm going off the title alone, change the beat. Yeah. So I mean, you notice that the beat does change and stuff like that. And I was trying to like keep up with the the lyrics that he had uh, for each beat that came along. And like I said, it seemed pretty seamless. Like, and the beats themselves don't match up necessarily. Right. So like, it's like a really hard and hard cut. But he seemed to like just jump right in pretty seamlessly, and I really did enjoy them.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was off of the uh, Vaudeville Villain album, mm-hmm. which uh, the, which is the final track on it. Um, and also, oh,
1: this is um, this is the last track.
0: Last track, yeah.
1: That also puts it a bit into context too, because like since I'm listening to this, I'm hearing this as the first track. Oh, word. So the context of it in an actual album, like as the last track. Seems like it makes more sense. So.
0: Word. Um, I guess we will just keep moving right along. Uh, next track is uh, from the J.J. Doom album, but it's the uh, Butter Edition. Um, so you has some alternate takes, some different uh, instrumentals thrown on with the same Doom verse, you know, stylistically, mm-hmm. pace-wise, all that shit. It just, you know, oh, well, someone else is producing the track and just throwing that on there. Um... But in the case of this track, Governor, um, it's a very different song, kind of from the original. And this is one where once again, it's like I feel Doom kind of gets it, right? Because he's um, the I guess the things that serves as kind of the hook or the 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 sketch that breaks up the verses. It's an interview that this guy uh, I just cannot remember the fucking dude's name. But it's someone who was talking about, you know, the reptilian agenda and how they eat people and how do we account for all the missing children and yada right. yada, yada. And uh, so once again, guys, another place to hit pause and get yourself a nice little beer and crack it open to the lyrical ooziness of MF Doom on the JJ G- 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 Doom project.
1: Definitely my favorite <laughs> track. <laughs> the I, I mentioned to you before, Daniel, like uh, that this is the track that I've heard the most off this playlist. Yeah. Um, that when that second verse drops in and then that synth kind of comes in, that very ominous type of sound. Like I, I texted you like I think I don't know it was earlier today or the day before. And it gave me chills. Like because like yeah, I think it was yesterday. and that was after yeah. like the fourth time hearing it. Like sitting there at my desk with my headphones
0: on, just really oh, it still getting does the way that the bass shifts up a little bit you know when yeah. those synths come in it's just oh yeah. it's just this this tidal wave of sound but you're but it feels like your journey's being almost interrupted by the synths coming in like right yeah it's just a real fucking cool fucking sound it just
1: has a real ominous type of feel to it and i've come to re- i guess realize or accept the fact that when it comes to hip-hop, like I really like dark type of uh, hip-hop, you know, like that has like a very eerie kind of tone to it and stuff like that. Um, I know a lot of <laughs> this, that would explain some of my uh, uh, fandom with like the Ghetto Boys or like Scarface <laughs> and stuff like that. Like all those like, real <laughs> dark stuff, you know, <laughs> the dark topics. Like I seem to like those a lot, so or what they call, like, horror rep. Yeah, I've heard horror. Before. Cord, horror stuff, yeah. yeah, like, that's... I like that a lot, too, and that just kind of fits uh, with most of the stuff I like in general.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah totally. It's, uh, particularly within, you know, the horror genre, you know, just the stuff they pull from, probably about 96% of it's inspired by movies. that right, you yeah. Look, really gravitates towards, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: but, like, this one in particular, like, hearing all that... Uh, Whatever interview they're doing in the background yeah. and stuff like that, um, uh, it it almost seems I don't, I don't know who that person is in the background. Yeah. But it seems like a discussion that someone like Bill Cooper would be having yeah. or something, you know. And that's that also appeals to me as well. Fuck so, yeah, dude. Yeah, because
0: yeah. it's like, ooh, you know, we get you know, yeah. The conspiracy what is in about? there. Like, yeah. Is it the
1: elites who go and? Are they uh eating those babies? God, I hope David Ike isn't right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll find out soon enough. Oh shit, man.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah about five hundred pages of Ike in the last couple of weeks, and my mind is just like fucking shit. <laughs> like <laughs> Um So just move on. Um and this is the first of three entries from the Mad Villainy album. Um, this track is called Money Folder. And I feel it's one that demonstrates Doom's wordplay, some of his humor. Um, and it's just such a smooth delivery, like almost just effortless, just, but with all of these you know, fun ideas. Um, and a prevailing theme that I like in Doom's work is this: thing, like I am the I am the villain, you know. Right, <laughs> and, and he has various ways of expressing that. Um, so anyway, Ray and I are going to get into this, and holy yours, well, listener, and we'll be back with you in a bit. So yeah, money folder thoughts on that, Ray? Um.
1: I'm still trying to like even right now after listening to it many times and actually reading the lyrics still trying to like grasp a lot of what he's talking about. Um I do like that real break that hard <laughs> that hard jazz break fuck yeah uh, right after that first verse. Um that could have been in what of uh what jazz means to me episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought about including some Mad Lib like yeah, for that episode. That would have worked. Like, like, that would have nah, worked. we do what jazz means to me part 2 like. <laughs> yeah. um
1: Um, like I said I'm still kind of processing this track I don't know how I feel about it entirely still Um, I know you mentioned like the lyrics as far as like uh, that he wrote the lyric over uh, uh, Heine's now I had a question about that prior to this uh, when I was reading the lyrics before is he Heine's is he talking about the beer or is he talking about like actual ass I'm think I think he's actually talking about ass, right? Because he mentions but, like the, yeah. the different ones after the fact, right? Which and that they I thought keep the wood shiny around like a pine tree. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that line I, I did find very humorous.
0: Yeah, but and uh, one of those is like it's just that wordplay. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, yeah. So yeah, oh, I went from drinking beers to getting ass, right? Like, and
1: and the way it's, I mean, the way they present the lyrics on the internet, um, they. They capitalize heinies, yeah meaning like the beer. But then he throws in like the the list of the type of uh and ethnicities actually, um, of women I that I do he's had, own a eh? part
0: copy of this album, man. It's back in the dark ages when they'd actually put lyrics on the jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so we could cross-reference this. Um but that's all about yeah. my car and it's <laughs> way the fuck out there. Yeah. But it's outside, it's too yeah. hard. Work.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah, like I again. So like these like lyrics, I was trying to like just compartmentalize some of them, and I did find it humorous that one particular line. Because again, was he talking about beer? What are he talking about ass?
0: I think it's ass. Yeah, I so. agree. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> what are your thoughts specifically on this album? Um, then
0: it's just a fun ass track where yeah. you know, as we just mused over just now, you know, his wordplay. It's like, was mm-hmm. he actually talking about here? Right. And so. As I said earlier, you know, maybe not to the same degree, but the more I think I know a doom verse, it's kind of one of those like, oh wait, shit! Actually, I'm not sure what he's talking about here, and right, that's part yeah. of the fun of it, you mm-hmm. know, just trying to piece it all together, you know.
1: Well, like, I, I sat there like reading the lyrics and kind of just like doing that scratch in the head, and like, am, am I, am I too dumb, or like, am I? is he just spin nonsense or is it intentional? Like, I just don't know. So yeah. they're like constantly just going over and over and over and over again. Um, it's still an enjoyable track. I think like the, the beat itself um, is fun. It kind of like moves along kind of in a, um, I won't say joyful way, but I mean like uh, just, it's just fun. And then that hard fucking jazz break, uh, really kind of throws you aloof, you know, like you weren't, you're not expecting that. And then it just yeah, and rolls right
0: back in. Speaking of the jazz that um is working with on a lot of these tracks or whatever source material for his albums, there's some really cool YouTube videos out there where they break down and show you like, okay, here's actually the original sa- song that they fucked with mm-hmm. and they'll play a bit of it. And then play like the Mad Lib take on it or whatever, right. and it's it's a really cool way to spend a mm-hmm. couple hours. Just you'd be surprised, like, sampling yeah, from. You'd be
1: I mean, surprised like what you can do with like a sample in the program, like on the
0: computer. Like, well, I mean, it's, just it's look it's at insane. what the fucking Beastie Boys did with you know fucking Paul's Boutique, man. Right. Just, and and the one like uh, hearing
1: uh, hearing about Danger Mouse from the, yeah. fr- the very first time when he. Is it, he took the White Album and uh, Jay-Z's, yep. is it the- Made the, the Grey Album, yeah. Right, they made the Grey Album, and that's where I first heard about him. And, and that and that's because he's like, uh, at this point, he's not big at all. He's just like someone who's kind of making waves as yeah. a producer, you know? And that was shit, man. That so, was, really, I think
0: that, so I'm not sure about the lore necessarily, but for the, but for the Danger Doom project, it was both of them. Equally benefiting from mm-hmm. the access that each other provided into or to each other's communities. Yeah. Um. I mean,
1: there's a lot of producers out there who can make fucking magic with their the music and stuff. Um, but this is really good. Like I said, um, the, the one thing I will say about most of these tracks is musically... I'm in it, like yeah. I'm down. Um, the second part, the other layer that I'm still kind of like trudging through because it's more new to me, is the lyrics, yeah. you know, and like how
0: they present the lyrics. themselves. am I mean, I I still fucking puzzle over that, you know, yeah. and I've been listening intently to Doom for years mm-hmm. now, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's good to know because then I yeah. don't feel so dumb. It's yeah, uh, <laughs> no, it just. You know, I feel dumb for trying to present some of this discussion because it's like, fuck, you know, like there's all this like cool, profound stuff he says. But then the angle where it's like, oh, is this just so as long as it's just the character he's doing to get money in his Dumoulin form, you know, Um, I still I still
1: find that like somewhat. I want to say fascinating or like. Confusing that you say you 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 say like his his main thing is to get money off of this stuff. Yeah, and I I'm 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 just confused (laughs) because it doesn't seem like it it doesn't seem like some like a road the path someone would
0: take to get money. Yeah, you know. But I mean, um, just saw a thing today or yesterday that popped up about doom. Um, I'm not sure when it dropped initially but as far as his information but it's thought that when he died he was worth about a million dollars
1: yeah he did mention that earlier yeah. okay cool, yeah. cool
0: um this
1: but but still like it it just seems like n- the normal trajectory of someone they find something that works and they just keep on doing that to get that money and we yeah, talked yeah, we and- didn't talk about Limbiscuit biscuit the episode prior and West Borland, like yeah, still going back to Limbisket, yeah. even though like yeah, I guess I'll just go back because he knows where the
0: money's at. You Easy know? billing, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, like in this case, taking on different personas, different characters, and if he gained a little bit more nor- notoriety whenever he did mad-, mad Villainy, yeah, like you would think he would just stick with that, you know. But he keeps on doing all this other stuff, so it just it's just confusing to me. And good. I'm glad he did that. Yeah. It but just, it's it's just strange that he's just like, But yeah, I'm still just trying to get money. Yeah, it's just
0: <laughs> it's like he's he's going out for money, but he's not doing it conventionally. Yeah. Like exactly. With yeah. the, you know, with your take on, you know, right, right, the yeah. things, which is interesting. Um but it's kinda like if you want to fuck with me and I think your stuff's all right, let's do it right. and vice versa. Yeah. Versus, you know, trying to hungrily go out there and try to get, you know, mm. plug the usual way right, you know, right. into, yeah. you know, music, notoriety. Right. You know, you just kind of did it from the shadows under the persona of a villain. You know, which I just, that's, that's one of the things is I just love about it. It's just like, it's like, I'm the bad guy, you know? <laughs> like, so the next three tracks on this list, uh, I'm just going to say, just go ahead and hit play on your end. <laughs> um, and let's listen to all three. Um, cause I think they're all kind of in similar tone. Um, I think they're, kind of informed from a voice that's kind of a vet in the game. Like I'm established. I know I'm good at this. Um, I mean, he's got the I guess braggadocio in certain ways Mm. where on the last track of this set of three called Hooks is Extra where it's literally, it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah, you want a hook? That's gonna be extra money for you. Like, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And see that
1: that that's where I'm trying to uh, put my head in because like because
0: like famously Doom does not fuck with um, hooks. Uh huh. He just goes off and sometimes he'll have like little spoken word things right. or skit that kind of breaks up or a little bit of you know.
1: I'm glad you pointed that out because like um, I didn't even think about it too much, but that's a good yeah. I
0: don't really hear
1: quote unquote the hook
0: yeah so to speak, now. You know? Last two tracks on this list, and I thought it was kind of funny how they paired up. Just you know, as I was going through and adding stuff, um, those two actually do have hooks mm-hmm. of a sort. Um, definitely the last track, and in in the second to last. What's it?
1: The, the woman singing?
0: Um, that's Sade actually. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> he took a. Oh fuck! What is the name of that track? But it's off of Love Deluxe, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, right. But yeah, he just cut that up and used that for well part of his hook, but also he also has a bit of a okay. verse that like that's a hook in there as mm-hmm. well. So it's okay but yeah, but he's using Sade for that. Yeah. Nice. Um I love Sade. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking Love Deluxe is an amazing album. <laughs> um but uh I guess we'll just play these three on our end as well and then get to them when we get to them here uh, yeah. which is about nine minutes for us for you guys it'll be seconds seconds so, anyway what you guys aren't gonna hear is how I fucked up and jumped like <laughs> two to three tracks on this list <laughs> Um think we're further along um, but the next track though um, I believe is like the epitome of doom on this track just as far as the doom character and, you know, the things are going back to the wordplay, things of the villain. Um, just fuck, this track is so great. Um, I have listened to this track endlessly, and this one has appeared on a previous Anatomy mixtape episode. But this why I just keep going back to and going, holy shit. So we've got uh, Rhinestone Cowboy off of Mad Villainy as well. Rhinestone Cowboy, man, I, I did write down a couple tracks on here, just off off this fucking or cold verse off this track. I just I love the opening, you know. He says, you know, hold a cold one like you hold an old gun, like you hold a microphone and stole the show for fun, mm-hmm. you know. Just oh, just right on point, you know. And, but it's just but recurring theme also in here is not so much guns. Surprisingly for a fucking villain, but yeah. drinking, drinking themes are all the time thrown out little references to drinking this and that, mm-hmm. you know, where it starts another track where I think it was like part of his process. is soaking it in gin and, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then once again, going into the whole thing where he's a villain there's a line in here where it goes, uh, his smile stuns your chick while he's standing here in your shoes. Run your kicks. Um, just. <laughs> I don't get that line.
1: What? Run your kicks? Yeah. What does that mean? He's stealing his shoes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's up. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. th- those are times where like. There's, there's some slang where you're just like, wait, right, what the fuck are you talking about? doesn't or, hit uh, me because I, I don't know or I haven't heard Anything like that. So it leaves me kind of just like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Yeah.
0: Word. And that's that's part of the fun, too, because yeah. you get to <laughs> some of the vernacular. Well, and but, that, but
1: that's the thing is that, like, it doesn't turn me off necessarily. It yeah. just, I'm just kind of like,
0: what is that? Yeah. What does he
1: mean by that? I don't know what he's ta- talk- talking about. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, like, um, a, a lot of the way he presents the... The verses, Um, it's either straightforward, like that I can grasp pretty easily, um, or he's doing the wordplay where I'm kind of like have to like sit there and kind of like
0: yeah, use the old brain. brain. I'm kind of like, well, I don't get it. (laughs) And it's like a line in there too that I've mused over, like why he chooses to use Opry versus opera because you know fancy the grand old Opry as the dumb hottie mass pump shotty. somebody stop me mm-hmm. um, and what does that mean so he's masked with a pump shotgun uh-huh. someone stop him okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I think but it's in response to that like you know the dumb hot chick going oh, fancy the grand old Opry
1: yeah
0: you know and it's like well fuck that now I'm gonna mask you know shotgunned right. up and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see again, that's
1: that's where I um showing my naive my naivete towards a lot of the stuff because like I don't sometimes I just don't understand
0: what he's saying. Yeah. And yeah. it there's still verses that I muse over and mm-hmm. go, what the fuck? And sometimes he fucks with grammar or mm-hmm. pronunciation. Um
1: I would say, like, some of it, like, we, I think it was the previous, uh, it was Money Folder, where he, he does that stereo, the stereo. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I get why he did that, you know, kind of like, but, um, again, there's some things I just don't understand. And, like, that's, again, that's the
0: the newness of it. That's yeah, that's the fun of it. It's, it's fun. I mean, it's, I mean, you have a guy just, you know, this guy goes toe-to-toe with Wu-Tang, you know. Mm-hmm with verses and stuff and you go okay right you know and particularly you know when i started seeing some of the the doom's doom's lesser known collaborations Mm -hmm. going oh shit you hopped on a track with so-and-so um you worked with this person like what the fuck you know Mm -hmm. and you know there's there's like a track that I almost threw on here, but it's a collaboration with De La soul that he did. And it feels real reminiscent of the the old school like I want to pass off the rhyme to you. Right. And we have like this kind of like back and forth dialogue, mm-hmm. but you've got three different rappers right? Yeah, yeah, doing their things in there. But all but at the same time, you know, Doom's in there still keeping the Doom persona going, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fucking fantastic.
1: All right.
0: But, uh, yeah, Rye Stone Cowboy, like there's there's so many verses in here that just it was hard for me to isolate them like this and go, this is a cool verse. This is a cool verse because mm-hmm. most of the time I find like, oh, well, actually, I need about eight lines to make this actually like cohesive mm-hmm. as far as like why yeah, this yeah. verse it was really intelligent because like, like individually they're they're crafty, but how they build on each other. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool. Um, You're building some sort of narrative as you like add. Yeah. And uh, I I just can't say enough nice things about Rhinestone Cowboy. Like this track is just so cool. And the music video is super fucking fun. I haven't seen the video, so I have Um, no idea. But uh, following this up, we're going to go to the Danger Doom project with uh, Bada Bing, which was also the final track on that album. Um, as was uh, Rhinestone Cowboy for Mad Villainy. Um, and this one is just. Doom is super playful in this track, I feel. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like, I'm a polished performer and has a lot of funny little lines in here. And at the end of it, we're treated to a sketch where the person who voiced Meat Wad from Octane Hunter Force. Does some Doom verses. That's the character I was trying yeah. to think
1: of. <laughs> I was like, I know that character. I know that voice. He's from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yep. I don't remember
0: his name. Meatwad. I the mean, meatwad. And then Master Shake is the one who's like calling him. Like calls him at the end of this track. Yeah. And it's about like, because. Throughout the album, it's hilarious because you have these little sketches where Shake's hitting Doom's voicemail and talking about like, "Yo, like, let me get on this." <laughs> well, that makes <laughs> and sense. He's super yeah. indignant about how Doom doesn't respond or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like
1: well, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you want to play the track? Oh uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, bada bing, what you bada think?
1: um another fun track man like that's again i i I will say this again musically i'm fucking in it like i love all the music on the the track so far um lyrically it just seems like a very fun loose kind of thing um but i mean that's as much as i can say but i can't say too much about like how um I, i guess some of the references here hold on give me one second Um you know, like uh let's see uh you told him to take a gold shower for faking funk soul power. Um what is he referencing like there, like when he says gold showers? He's taking like like fucking. a piss on him. Okay, (laughs) all right. Yeah, yeah, Those are those those things where like I'm as as simple as it sounds, like whenever I mean, I'm. i I just you new to like really paying attention to lyrics. When you say "golden shower," yeah, I get. I get that, but say just "gold shower." Like that can mean other things, for all I know. But I'm just like slowly. As you have to like sit there and kind of really absorb some of these lyrics to really uh, take on the whole. Uh, essence of the fucking song. And this one, like like I said, it just seemed like a very fun,
0: loose track. And I also love uh, Doom's self-deprecating nature as far as his appearance goes. Like in this track, you know, it's like uh, short, short, fat and stocky, looked like Apollo Creed after he fought with Rocky. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. You know, and... And some other tracks that aren't on this list uh but um he says uh, like he wears a mask just to cover the raw flesh a rather ugly brother with flows that's gorgeous yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> you know he wears a mask of the charge you don't grab you know but there's always these references to the mask mm-hmm. it's just always there and and when i was watching uh
1: we're looking at a documentary or, or a minute like a mini documentary earlier today on youtube um, they mentioned him. The reason for him wearing the mask is because, like, he didn't. He wanted to control the narrative, as far as like who he is as a person. Like, he didn't want anyone. He said um, the reactions of like, "Oh, he's hot!" Like, kind of want yeah, fuck yeah. Because or it, he's it ugly becomes, and I don't want him. Because know?
0: it becomes a situation of going back to it became what it looked like, not what it sounds like. Right, right. Yeah. And he was he was talking about like back in like the '80s and stuff when. Hip hop was starting to come about. Mm-hmm. That, like you know, they listened to a cut and <laughs> wouldn't know what the dude looked like until they went to a show and saw yeah. the guy rocking. You know, and and at that point they could make the decision whether or not they want to. Yeah, but the thing is, it was just if it sounded good, he showed up. Right. So right. it's about what it sounds like, not mm-hmm. what it looks like, which is Doom's kind of response to the music industry. Yeah. Um. I mean,
1: because we've seen most of uh, a lot of times. Um, whether it's women or men, like depending on how they look, they could. Image is a lot of things.
0: Yeah, I mean, so and like, this goes. This goes back to even before Doom really started doing shit as Doom. You know, like once again, Tori's Big, Lil Kim, you know, Puff mm-hmm. Daddy, Mace, all those Bad Boy Records guys, right. you know, LL Cool J, you know, Tupac, you know, like it was image. Some of them did have a sound associated with it, but a lot of it was that image of who that person, the character, you know, but it's them. Right, right. Yeah.
1: And, and, and it was interesting to see whenever I was watching some music videos earlier today, because I, I didn't watch any music videos until today, specifically. I wanted to get like a, like a real uh, gut reaction to some of this stuff uh, before we recorded. Uh, keep it fresh. So, uh I was watching the the actual official video for the original governor video. Yeah. And, um <laughs> I was surprised to see like, he had a little bit of a gut.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was like, oh, no shit. Like, he's like a, just a normal dude wrap his mean, ass off, you know. He, I
0: mean, he would rap about, you know, wearing, wearing an iron mask or the iron mask with a mm. Cosby sweater. Right. When there's a pretty cool uh interview um he did at some red bull music fest something some private session whatever um and he's sitting there in a very light cosby-esque fucking sweater jeans mask ball cap like just (laughs) hanging out you know and then he kept that mask going like yeah i mean it's and the, the story behind the mask itself is kind of cool, but mm-hmm. no need to go into that here because you can go m- check that a lot out, of people man. talk about the fucking mask and it's Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um But uh you want to hit the next track? Yeah. So now <laughs> what you guys didn't hear is me misstep. But <laughs> the next three, I'd say just listen together. Right. Um These are. Probably some of the lesser-known tracks um, from Doom. Some of them off of the Unexpected Guests album. Um, some of I'm like, shit, I don't even know what the what the fuck it is necessarily. Um, but uh, got some fun references in there, you know, like Hooks is extra, which you guys will listen to here in a sec. Uh, it'll be the last of the three that we're going to listen to in a row. Um, he's got a reference to homie, the clown. Yeah. <laughs> like, and just like, Oh fuck, you know, just and I was sold on that track, you know, and just, and so as a whole, I don't feel that they're, like they're great examples of his wordplay and so forth, but mostly like there's one liners in here that I really appreciate. And I mm-hmm. go, okay, cool. Like this works. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's going to go uh, It Ain't nothing. to Bells of Doom to Hooks is Extra. God, those three tracks are so
1: fun. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned to you, Daniel, that uh, um, Bell of Doom was probably the second track that I played the most on this playlist. Um, but as far as, like, all three of them are concerned, like, I musically I enjoyed them very much
0: and uh lyrically also they just seem yeah it just one yeah as they're from separate projects but I think they came around kind of the same time mm-hmm. um but I feel they're all they kind of work together as a right set of yeah. three um oh, god damn it just <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to sound coherent about this dude for me. Just, uh, sometimes just like the wordplay as it's intermixed with the beats and shit. It just takes me away where I'm just, sometimes I close my eyes and just not really close my eyes, but I just kind of think like, particularly with the, uh, with a track that's down a few, just you know, like, thinking that it's you in this story. Right. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, that would be a,
1: um, I guess a good gauge of like a an artist that's worth even talking about that you can actually put yourself in a certain situation.
0: Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh shit, you know, like we'll get to it in a bit, but all out of ale, I just yeah. kind of go, all right, this sounds this and you kind of, it's like kind of like, and the beats are kind of, they help progress you through the story mm-hmm. as well, yeah. which I should probably say when I actually get to the track. But, but I sit there and go, Huh, you know, this sounds reasonable. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is, uh, this is like an everyman's kind of story. And it's just, but with a bunch of fun wordplay and shit. Um, but this next track, though, look upon. Easily within my top favorite five Doom tracks. Um, just the wordplay is great in there, and I'll get to my favorite lyric sets before we even get going on <laughs> it. Um, but Doom as Victor goes on to say, um, he wrote this one with a fever sick in bed with his dick head inside a chicken head. No, a dead chicken's <laughs> head. He said it helps his nausea. If he lost you, wait till he tells you about the flying saucer. You know, just <laughs> there's a ton of fun and fun lines in here. Um you know uh confirmation of your confirmation of your worst fears ever since his first years, had a thirst Mm -hmm. for beers back from the future to make him more sober and brought back a long list of fakers who crossed over. Like it's just, just a fun wordplay. But then as the Victor Von persona, particularly because he's still fairly young in the game. Mm -hmm. um, He's been at this craft for a while, but like it's this, you know, different perspective. It's a bit more aggressive, raw, I feel, even though Doom, the MF Doom character gets very raw. Like, mm-hmm. there's just this kind of, not even sure what to really describe it as, mm-hmm. but just this, this, like, vigor to it. Um, okay. All right. Um, here we are again. And, uh, yeah, look upon one of my absolute favorite doom tracks. And, uh, it's one that I keep going back to just like, this is such a fun fucking song. Uh, yeah. So I guess you guys go ahead and hit pause on this and listen, to look upon and we'll be back.
1: Now you mentioned before Daniel, uh, yeah. the character Victor Vaughn, mm-hmm. um, how does he differentiate from mF doom as far as in this track what are there any sort of like uh, particular things that you could point out
0: i don't think so mm-hmm. you know um you have all the same themes brought up or whatever but this is one track where it's I'm not sure you know I'm probably gonna get burned alive by true mf doom fans but <laughs> There's one of those moments where it's like, okay, you're as Victor Vaughn, but I'm not sure that this is. This is. Could be fairly separated from the Doom character. Right. Um, yeah, so. Okay. Muddy there. But yeah, like. There's times where. I mean, there's tracks where Doom as Victor is talking about you know mugging people and mm-hmm. doing shit like that like there's this whole it's a wonderful track actually it's about it's called modern day mugging but it's about sticking people up but the character as the victor is doing it with a gun that doesn't have any bullets in it and stuff right and you know like you know talking about like how if you hit him right you know with it they can't tell that it's unloaded mm-hmm. and you know it's okay Some the street craft and stuff uh which isn't really present in Doom's stuff okay. or the character of Doom stuff. It's more he's already got it. He's already the super villain, you right. know, and Vic is still coming up, you know, like
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. Love Lick Upon just That's
1: a fun track for me, man. That guy third most played song, <laughs> played song on this playlist. Yeah. I mean, um, Amongst like the other original uh playlists, there were uh like two or three tracks on there that yeah. I actually played a lot. And um as far as this uh the official version of the track uh playlist, uh this is probably one of them as well. Like I actually starred some of them too, like. Uh yeah. Uh Governor, Bell of Doom, look upon and basically the last three <laughs> are like the ones that really just went hit went like with me. whoa yeah those hit me more or, mm-hmm. yeah you want to go on the next track
0: yeah let's do it man just right. uh, i wasn't sure what all you had left go, to go say ahead. um oh, so uh next we're gonna go to the last entry from mad villainy and if you're listening to this you probably already know but and as I announced at the top of this episode, MF Doom died uh, October 31st of 2020. Um, fun little aside about that, the world didn't really didn't know about his death until December 31st, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so his death was kept under wraps for like two months. And then his wife put out a tweet about like, you know,
1: just we'll miss you. Yeah. It's crazy,
0: yeah. <laughs> but I think Doom was just an incredibly private person as himself, Mm -hmm. you know, Daniel was a very, you know, private person Mm -hmm. and probably part of his wishes, you know, and I don't know if we'll ever know what got him. Right. Because I think that's part of the, part of the work in certain regards. Um, Because once again, we don't know anything about Daniel Dumoulin really. Right. No. But uh, this track felt right in, Ryan lines with it you know it's partly you know there's some very apparent lyrics for those of those of us that are getting in our upper years I mean Ray eternally 13 basically been 13 you know
1: <laughs> 25
0: <laughs> times now um, <laughs> yeah. 26 practically yeah yeah um but it's a it's a beautiful song and it's another Kind of demonstration that Doom can kind of rap over anything. And this is from a, I think it was like a French made track. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm just, it was one of those, you know, because they did the Mad Villainy album and mm-hmm. showed like the original, as I talked about earlier, with the here's the original version, here's the Mad Live uh-huh. version. Um, so this was some track out there that was like an accordion music focus thing that Mad Live found, liked, and jazz hopped it up a little bit
1: uh, which is another thing that was great about this track is that like it, it takes an unconventional instrument within hip hop and he can like yeah, you said and, you can
0: just uh, throw some bars over him and this shit's pretty profound mm-hmm. um, so once again listeners hit your little pause you know smoke them if you got them have a beer you know whatever <laughs> and just kind of reflect on this track a little bit, you know, and let Dumoulé take you away. So, yeah, Ray, any uh, thoughts of your prime age of 13 on uh, that track? Any? Um, My mortality is evident. Yeah. <laughs> and also the, the the Internet community has done a pretty good job of highlighting the fun. They've made a meme out of it. Where will take a picture of like a vending machine and it's got Cheetos, Fritos, and Doritos side by side. Uh-huh. Um like fucking Yeah, definitely one of those uh oh shit. <laughs> you no. Know. But I feel like, you know, for what it is, I mean, Doom died when he was forty nine. This was released in two thousand four. So he was in his 30s when he was writing this.
1: About, yeah. Oof. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just going like, damn, you know, that's. Yeah. Um, It becomes more evident when you reach a certain age, especially like uh, closer to 40. Like uh, mortality almost seems like very. Uh, you're walking on eggshells, you know, like you don't know what going on and it kind of seems that way in this track oh yeah
0: i mean i'm sitting there going like every day like i should go see a doctor you know (laughs) like
1: hell i I went to go see a doctor for blood tests like yesterday yeah and or two days ago and i had not been to the doctor in like over a decade prior to that so i mean not that there's anything wrong but i felt like I should get a blood test.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. right now it's sorry, they're supposed to do that. Right. Thanks. I think so, but but I, I don't know. I mean, like <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, they're just medicine men anyway, you know. bound of their narrative True. of healing and health. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: goddamn charlatans. Yeah. Um
0: Snake oil salesmen. <laughs>
1: no. Um short track. Um very uh uh, interesting uh, choice of instruments specifically yeah, to like, and, focus on.
0: And here, because um, I, I said earlier that, and I've said on this episode, then good for me, but I know, I'm pretty sure I did it in our private conversation uh, before this about how the 5% Nation yeah. influenced him throughout his writing process. Because mm-hmm. um, There's one verse in here, it's uh, living the true gods. You're right giving you all nothing but like the lick like two broads or whatever. Um but there's times where he refers to himself as a God, others mm-hmm. as God. Um and I think it's part of that five percenter mentality. Mm-hmm. Um and anyone extends to particularly the keys of the cuffs album, it's that kind of five percenter mentality coming back and going Hey, I'm here to inform you eighty five percent just what's going on and bring you to the light or whatever the actual mission I need to I'm gonna fall into a five percent hole here pretty soon and probably be wearing a Daishiki <laughs> and stuff and <laughs> like get the shit kicked out of me, you know. Um but but really yeah, like I, I I'm glad I stopped because I would probably easily spent like another couple of hours in there. Oh yeah, because yeah. also I wanna look into melanin, like
1: Interesting. Because,
0: yeah, apparently because you know, everyone's got it. And then, yeah. you know, there's thinking that, like, the connection to your melanin helps, like, your brain and stuff. Because apparently melanin produced in the brain or some bullshit. Uh-huh. Like, it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's so, so so much weird shit to just jump off into. And right and even, like, pick up fucking Bukowski and read that fucking sycophant, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if I had the time. I, I don't know if I have the time either, but I mean, if I can read, you know, fucking hundreds of pages of David Icke's, you know, ramblings. But I mean, you're also reading his voice with his crooked fingers and shit. Actually, <laughs> I can't do it because I start kind of cracking up. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and then it slows down my reading pace too when I'm trying to like, because I think about when he lectures and stuff and I just yeah, yeah. go in that, you know, but oh. I, I feel you on that Jim I just I, I can't read it in the Ike voice Because it's either too funny Or it slows me down too much <laughs> You know but God I,
1: I imagine if he did like an audiobook, Like What that would sound like Imagine like, having like, Ike for like Considering how big his books are Like a good 20 hours of
0: just Ike In your, in your fucking ears Like oh my god And I mean um, Like Have you checked out the big uh, everything you need to know but never been told i've only done parts man like yeah okay because well, I, I know you've dabbled yeah I, like I, i'm not trying to be insulting but i think you've not read an entire no no i've not book. read an entire ike book like. word i think
1: i've see. only i've only dabbled and read a few parts here and there but
0: i'm at like Almost three and a half bike books at this point Um Be careful It's (laughs) Yeah I know I'm Literally just like I hope he's not right (laughs)
1: Well Again that could give us like Go down in like another hole Which we will do at some point
0: Oh god damn It's gonna be such a fucking Oh man Maybe we can interview him Maybe we can We just need to try We gotta come correct Yeah like a motherfucker. But anyway, back to Doom. Um So this next track is the one where I really think that it's like kind of sit back and kind of go to imagination land and imagine you as the character in this story. Um And it's fucking wild. It's called All Out, All Out of Ale. Um, once again, you going know, back to the booze themes that Doom throws up. There's a bunch of songs that I had on the original list I wanted to throw on this one, but no. It's hard to make a list. It is list. so hard to make a list. Anyone with this one, I'm like, I'm I'm satisfied with it, but I'm not like happy with <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> and and you would never be. Yeah, I I don't I don't yeah. know. I I'd need probably a good 37 tracks. Oh yeah. To go, okay. This I feel is like a good sense <laughs> of this dude. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we're going to listen to this as you guys should. So check it here in a sec.
1: So, thoughts, Ray? Uh, fun track. Um, again, music, still great. Um, lyrically, I had some questions. What's a Skrilla?
0: That's your money, bud. That's what, Get that's what that is. That's a Skrilla. That means? Okay. Yeah. See, I had no idea what that meant. Them hands.
1: <laughs> um other uh reference to lyrics.
0: 90% 99% of reps just a friendly listener. What does that mean? Like I think that it's like he's downplaying like most of the hip hop out there. It's just a friendly listener. It's just, you know, something you just listen to in the background. Like, nothing you think about. It's inconsequential. System. Like Okay, that, that makes sense. Um let's see here.
1: I think those are the biggest questions I had about this because like they kept referencing Skrilla and I was just like, what the fuck is that? Money, baby. It's money, it?
0: <laughs> Raise urban education. That, 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 that puts oh, is lot, that the that title that, that, episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <right. laughs>
1: It's funny how we come up title. with a yeah, title, like, like <laughs> as as going yeah, on. I think that's how it generally works, man. Yeah, because um, yeah, I feel like uh, knowing what Skrilla means kind of puts a little bit more into context, you know? Word. Um, but, yeah. Again, just fun track, man. Like, I I don't know too much about anything else other than my, my basic general questions about certain uh, terminology in this uh, song. But uh, I would prefer to hear your thoughts as far as like a person who's heard it like fairly often. So. Yeah,
0: it's just for this is just a fucking fun track, and there's stuff in there that I don't understand because I think he's talking about like meth at one point, you know, and all like well, he says
1: methamphetamine. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but just all little kind of like. Stuff in there like using Shasta to turn to form- formaldehyde faster. And like, I'm not sure what that is in the, you know, drug chain, you know. Like. Now,
1: from the word Shasta that I know of. Soda. Like some cheap-ass dollar. I think dollars so, dollars yeah. for soda, you know. <laughs> um, who knows how many chemicals are in that shit. In fact, just a quick side story. Uh, <laughs> I had a, a blueberry lemonade from like a
0: Dollar Tree. Uh-oh. B- dollar Tree brand. Was it the type that had like the Disney characters on it? Well, no, there were no characters. It was just a blue, like purplish label. It looked black. Um, It was like some like grape drink that we got from Dollar Tree recently and it had Donald Duck on it. And it was atrocious. Well,
1: I had this one. It was blueberry lemonade. And (laughs) I I just remember like taking a sip of like a quick gulp. Holy fuck, man. It was bad. (laughs) It was bad.
0: Um, We'll never drink that again. But, Dollar Tree doesn't fit everyone's needs. Yeah, right. But I mean, I know I got a bunch of their shit in my kitchen right now. That's so <laughs> those... Chee- again, it, it
1: varies yeah. on what you should get. Like, to me, if it's not like, just, if it's not a soda, I won't... I can bypass the, the shots <laughs> that like, I I'll drink that. But like, if it's like a, just a general punch, I have my questions. <laughs> Anyways.
0: um, <laughs> I guess we'll lean into this last track, which uh, was the... First, proper track on Operation Doomsday, his first album, which I thought was a good way to end it because this track kind of outlines who the villain is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if I'm not fucking diversity, it's got the thing where he says, you know, a villain who loves children, who's well versed in destruction as well as building. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, to dedicate to his brother, Sub Rock, who got killed in '93. And um, I think it's a good send off for the villain, you know, kind of end it where he started, you know, the first time that, you know, the world got to hear what this MF Doom guy was about. And uh, the instrumentals are fucking interesting as well because he takes a shot A track and cuts it up and plays with it. And. It's fantastic, guys. So, to our closer, Doomsday.
1: So, Ray, thoughts? Very much enjoyed the fourth track that I played the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said this is the first track off of the album? Um, was- well,
0: it's track two because there's a sketch. Okay. Um so this is but this is like officially the first yes. track.
1: Right. Kind of it sounds like an introduction, right? Yeah. So since this is like on the first album. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoyed this very much. yeah, um, it's just it's
0: beautiful, I think. Yeah. You know,
1: just it's a it's a it's a real nice introduction to like I guess uh who MF Doom is and his lyrical stylings, if you will. Um I really have no complaints or too much critique about this track like it's just it's beautifully music musically it's beautiful Uh, lyrically I just like the way it flows Mm -hmm. Um, I know you mentioned like a hook I didn't really was there a hook in here like specifically like
0: yeah the whole part about on doomsday back where he went after his brother died
1: but he says that about like himself like later on right I because he says that in the beginning from what I can tell, like, um, let's see here, okay. So, like, that's what, okay. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I guess, like, not necessarily, a, I didn't see it as a hook, but it's just a verse, uh, like, a, like a uh, like a bridge, of course. It's a chorus, like, where, on Doomsday, ever since the womb till I'm back, well, where my hook brother is went. like a chorus, too. Right. Like, and on Doomsday, ever since my, yeah, he does I say that a few times. Uh, but he says, uh, "Doomsday ever since the womb till I'm back to the essence." Like so where I, he says it like twice. Mm. So to me, and, and I didn't really consider
0: that a hook. Uh, but it feels like the closest to a hook that I guess yeah. you would doom, right? Um, kind of like same it with all uh, It is, all like out a chord, yeah. um, But for the last track, because there is a secret thirteenth track, because uh, this just got released within the last week, um, which is. Possibly the last verse that MF Doom ever wrote before Mm -hmm. he died. Uh, Because as accounted by Slug from the group Atmosphere, he got this track, you know, and after he did the math, after the announcement of his death, he went, oh shit, that was like six days before Mm -hmm. he died. So I haven't heard this track yet, um, but it's... Features three of my favorite MCs. You've got MF Doom. You've got Slug from Atmosphere and Aesop Rock on it. And uh, we're just going to listen to it and throw out some initial impressions and then let you guys get on with your daily lives. All right. So here we go with Barcade. I like (laughs)
1: music.
0: Yeah, I like a funky-ass track. I like the music a lot. Um... I'm going to need to spend more time with that. But yeah, I think. It, but once again, to owe to my argument that Doom was in the know about the global conspiracy, <laughs> he did mention how the whole world's like VR. Right, yeah. Which goes back to simulation theory. Da, 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 uh-huh.
1: When was this track made?
0: This just released.
1: So it's fairly new.
0: Yeah, I mean... So it just says 2021. Oh, so it released uh last Friday. Oh shit. Or, or okay, raid. so it's
1: pretty new. Hmm. So at least at least the earliest was last year, as far as he recording his uh his part.
0: Yes. yes. Sometime last year, you yeah. know, potentially around this time. Yeah. You know. hmm. Um I
1: need to spend some time with that, man. Like yeah, it's not it's, too. not it's like, not, it's just, not I can't. It's not the, the one of those things where you can just kind of like initially react and just like give your like solid opinion on like you have to sit there and kind of like uh, let those lyrics kind of... Uh, I
0: don't know why I expected any difference. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> right. I, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. It was just... Right. I was like, holy shit, how timely for the recording of this episode. Like we can just have a MoQuest premiere. You know, right. MoQuest yeah. will premiere of, you know, this fucking track. And by the way, you guys, um, this will be... This is also on Spotify, but I'll add it to the list that we'll link in the show notes right. um, so you can listen along. And and so I guess we're getting to the end of the episode here. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um,
1: one of the things I did want to mention before we close up is that uh, one of the songs or actually two of the songs that I listened to a lot on the initial playlist uh was a song called hey i think i mentioned that earlier yeah it had the scooby-doo uh, music to it and the one thing uh the, the other one was called um my favorite ladies <laughs> which was another fun that's song a Fun, it was, a fun track. Yeah. yeah and uh it's just him going almost like just listing off the type of uh the ladies that kind of helped them along the way i guess it seems that's a nice way to put it
0: yeah <laughs> those sweet ladies like Allie and Mary yeah and Lucy yeah.
1: um those are probably w- some of my favorite tracks on about that drugs thing and alcohol guys yeah just uh, uh some of my uh uh the, the, the two uh, tracks that I listened to on the initial playlist that didn't end up on the final playlist but uh, I just wanted to bring those up because I get those are fun tracks to listen to and you should check them out yeah as I mean well. if you like
0: hip hop and in general and wordplay on top of that um it's hard to go wrong with MF Doom. Like, I would suggest that he's a bit of an acquired taste in certain regards. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me a little long, took me a little while to fall in, but once I fell in, it was like I'm in a right, Doom-sized yeah. hole, and I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. good with this, you yeah. know. And, and I'm so glad that you know fucking Janelle likes Doom as well because I play so much of it. And i just yeah. Like, all right, cool, just background, just, you know, or just like, okay, we're listening to this. You know, the
1: the one thing I did, I will say, is that, like, background, it even just, like, it seemed like working music. Yeah. I mean, like, I was kind of doing stuff around my room, getting stuff fixed. It was music that I really enjoyed kind of just having in the background. And me, as a person who likes uh, certain types of music where, like, there's a lot of instrumentation and stuff like that, the music itself lends itself to really creative and, like, uh, interesting hmm. music in the background. Which, um, if you want to delve deeper, you should listen to the lyrics, which requires you to sit down and actually pay attention.
0: Yeah, like, he's he's going to make you work. He's not handing yeah. it to you. Um, yeah. Because there's stuff where I'm still, because part of it's just experiential or some slang I'm not aware with, mm-hmm. aware of. So it's a lot of Googling. It's a lot of just thinking about, the verse even as i've said a few times already it's like i think i know it then i hear it you know a week later or whatever i go oh shit i think he's actually maybe talking about something else now let's us what that (laughs) is or (laughs) yeah well the, the one thing i will say is that um
1: as it being background music whenever i listen to music in the background if there's a lot of like me being a a guitar player, if I hear anything interesting on the guitar, like it just kind of encourages me to stop what I'm doing and pick up a guitar and try to like figure out what's going on. When it comes to hip hop and this in particular, like MF Doom, it seems like something that'll let me concentrate on what I'm doing because I, the beats themselves kind of put me in a,
0: like a focused mentality. So two serious recommendations. First being um, maybe you should fuck with the special herbs or special blends series because it's just a bunch of great instrumentals thrown together. But then on top of that, just as an additional daily driver sort of thing, um, there are a handful at least of just chill hop 24-7 stations and mm-hmm. they just and even in jazz hop as well like it's right. just oh man it's just stuff that I've lost a lot of time to just just listen to instrumentals you know yeah. just, oh and the thing is about
1: instrumentals for me I won't drive while I'm doing it. I have to listen to something more familiar instrumentals work for me when I'm at home Working on stuff. Word. I mean, and that that helps me a lot more. So I guess that particular uh, album or uh, musical creation will help
0: me focus on things that I need to do at home. Word. I mean, so, you know, listen where you want to listen. I mean, right,
1: right, for sure. Yeah. And, and I say that just because instrumentals make me fall asleep.
0: I mean, I, I like spoken word stuff, yeah. you know, when I'm driving. So, right.
1: yeah, that gets teachers on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, do you have anything else you want to add before we end this episode?
0: Um only an apology for not doing the service that I wanted to do to this guy. Just it's he is so interesting. And music is just so wonderfully put together. And it's just a lot of fun and just I will say, Daniel. Considering
1: how long this episode is turning out to be, yeah, um, I think we did enough justice, or you did enough justice uh, MF <laughs> I Doom. Hope so, like, you know, um, <coughs> enough more information that I would have like not found out on my own. Um, so, if anyone listening is listening out there, like, um, I hope this was a good introduction, at least to MF Doom. Yeah,
0: so, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. And also with this episode, I didn't want to just do the same ten tracks that mm. have been up on because there's been a multitude of MF Doom, particularly since his passing. Yeah. You know, just bunch of fucking episodes and right. kind of all cover the same information because we all have pretty much the same data set. You know, right. there's only yeah. so much we can access about Doomlay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but yeah, I guess. Uh, that sums it up. <laughs> All right. Um, again, if you are listening
1: out plugs. there... Plugs. 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 Yes, plug, plug, plugs, plugs plug, plug plugs. Yeah, I have
0: that written down on my notes, <laughs> like,
1: final
0: uh, closing thoughts and plugs.
1: Make sure uh, if you are listening on uh, any... Anywhere you're listening, whatever platform you're listening, uh, please uh, rate and review in some way or another if there's that option. Uh, follow, if you can... Um, If you uh, want to support us any further, please uh, support our Patreon page. It is completely entirely up to you. These episodes are free as always. Um, If you want any extra content, we'll be more than willing to provide that for you as well. Um, If you want to support us even further, there's merchandise that you can... Uh, buy on Teespring. The links will be in the description
0: down below. Wrap up in some MoQuest. Yeah. Do we have a towel? We should have a towel. We no, should have that shower. Man, I
1: wish we had that dick towel from. Like, oh, it's always funny That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the easiest thing that anybody can do, who's listening, just share with a friend or uh, give us a review. Uh, doesn't cost anything. Just like a minute of your time. Um, would we really appreciate it, and that would expose us to a lot of more listeners. And if you want to check out our YouTube channels for CineQuest Video or Valley Strange, you can do that as well. Uh, Again, links will be down below. There's a link tree. Uh, Don't think that's spam or any sort of like really a con. That is actually a link to all of
0: our uh, projects. Oh, and at the earliest, this episode is going to be up in the future from us now on October 31st in uh, commemoration of the one year anniversary of Doom's dying. That is correct. Um, But in the intervening time between when we're speaking currently and this episode dropping, you can go back into our catalog and we do have some other uh, offerings this month in October from some of our other programs like Valley Strange and Sin Quest that we're pretty happy with. Right. And, uh, stuff that we've been working
1: hard on and we're trying to get better as every episode, uh, releases or that we record every episode. So, um, Again, if you want to support us in any way, just share it with your friend. Uh, review it if you can. Uh, that would be awesome and help us out a lot. So, And I
0: know I like drinking coffee in the morning out of my MoQuest Studios mug. Well, it's a SinQuest <laughs> mug, but yeah.
1: yeah. And I always feel warm and comfy in my
0: SinQuest and Valley Strange t-shirts. <laughs> oh, yes. When I want to go out into the town, I definitely grab my SinQuest shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, make sure that's uh, very stylish
1: uh, to all the folks out there.
0: Indeed, yeah.
1: yeah, Um, so that's it for us. Uh, for an anime mixtape, we'll see you on the next episode. Not sure what that will be, but it will be next month. Mm, 90% sure, I don't see why not. Yeah, all right. Um, just gotta take uh, what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Ray. Um, he's Daniel. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you're happy.